This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who's gonna check me, boo? Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer and today I am very excited to be joined in studio by You know her from her time on Real Housewives of New York But she is also an iconic iconic real estate maven. She's a model. She is crushing it in all areas of life. Please welcome Kelly Kaloran Bensimone. Thanks, Dylan. I'm so excited to have you here. You look great, great by the way. You. you look amazing. You're, Thank you. <laughs> I feel like you're crushing it in all areas of your life right now. Thank you. What's it like to be KKB these days? <laughs> What's it like to be KKB? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've always been the same KKB, so I'm just the same person, just maybe a little older, maybe some more wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, okay. Don't tell anyone about my wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> so I said before we started recording that I feel like you're having a little bit of a moment right now. And you said that you're always having a moment, which is probably true. What? But I know the last couple of years you have really leaned in to doing real estate and you have been crushing it. What was, how did you decide to start getting into that? And what would you say is your key to like such fast success? Thank you. You're like killing it. I'm feeling so gorgeous over here. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, we my gotta, success, we gotta hype, how great we gotta I hype am. You up and then how we gotta, we'll get into it. Um, so, you know, it's bittersweet. I, um, my mother fell ill and um, she asked me to sell our family home. Um, my father's older. And so she wanted me to get my real estate license. So I got my real estate license to um, help oversee and manage anything that needed to um, be, you know, anything that any help mm-hmm. that needed there. Um, and so then I, you know, put my license here in New York and I really wasn't, you know, doing anything with it. And then I was just like, wait, I have this massive social media following. I know all these people. Let me see what I can do. And so I started supporting and promoting all the new developments. So I became like the queen of new development. I knew every, you know, every new development, like all the amenities. This was like the beginning of like when new development was the the new kid on the block. And so um, I just stuck my, you know, like put my head down and just learned all about it. And, you know, I love interiors. You know, I've been an editor. I've had to use my editor's lens um, with everything that I do, whether it's magazines, um, you know, my line with Paula George's, real estate, whatever it is, I always have a very specific way of seeing things and celebrating it. So um, it's resonating with people. And, you know, people are always asking me to find them, the you know, their new home or to help sell their new home. Um, I did do the number one deal last year for $42 million. Uh, and I did sell $110 million last year as well. So hey. it's just like nuts. What do you find? Like you said, you have the big social media following. Obviously, people, a lot of people know you from your time on Housewives. Have you found at any point, 
doing real estate or any other sort of career lane that that has hindered you ever? Or is it pretty positive for the most part? A lot of people asked me that. They were like, do you think that this is going to help you? Do you think your Instagram followers are from Bravo or are they, you know, friends? And, you know, my Instagram following is diverse because I've, you know, written two books with Simon & Schuster. I've written four books with Asseline, one for the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Um, I've had, you know, seven jewelry lines. I've been on QVC. I've been on HSN. So I have a very diverse group of followers. Um, A lot of men uh, I think it's like 42% of my followers are men. I'm oh, sorry, 25. Well, that's more than any of so the accounts. So I get that accounts. number wrong. Trust me. Anyway, that's weird. I'm in the transaction business and I got that wrong. But anyway, it's a high number um, for uh, social media following. Um, so I just realized that there is a lot of different people that are looking for uh, you know, a lot of different things and quality has always been my forte. And so that's just what I go after. Yeah. And I think, you know, your relationships on Housewives and stuff aside, I think anybody who follows you or knows you would think that you have like good taste like that. I think that's like everybody knows that Kelly likes nice things. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm the ultimate hedonist. <laughs> I love beautiful things. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, obviously you're in New York doing real estate and now you've branched out to like other places in the US, international. I know you are working in Europe too. Like, it's not, you know, a lot of places, a lot of people could sell you an expensive apartment in New York. So obviously there has to be kind of that, like something special to make them want to work with you. Well, you know, I always talk when people talk to me about, about being successful, you know, I always say like, you can reach out to your immediate network, but they're not necessarily the people that are going to be your, you know, people that are going to really resonate and help you with work. It's really that second tier of people. So um, everybody needs to know what you're doing. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing this right now. I'm really excited about all my new opportunities. Can you help me? Um, that's one of the, I think the biggest value adds that I have is my ability to ask for help. So where everyone else is telling everyone how great they are, I am celebrating the things that I have and asking for help. Um, and so I think that's, what makes me different. And that's why those second and third layer of people are really interested because they're like, Hey, I could work with Kelly on something and help her do something mm. great. And have then you, it's all good news. Yeah. Have you ever run it's into like a layer cake? Have you ever run into Ramona Singer in the real estate business? I haven't run into her in the real estate business, but she did come to my Bergdorf Goodman lunch um, for Slits 59, this great brand that I love so much that I've been supporting for, you know, over six years. They're so great. So she came, she's gorgeous. She looked great. Yeah, she's great. I mean, if any if anybody's like aging great. gracefully, it's Ramona Singer. She looks great. <laughs> Period. <laughs> we did see you back on Bravo. I think last year you were on Million Dollar Listing New York. I was. Few, you made a few little appearances. Freddie. So we just got news this week that Bravo is putting that show on pause. There's not going to be another season for now. Any any feelings about that? I mean, I just love him so much. I've known him for so long. I went to uh, Mexico with him, to Playa del Carmen, with he and John, even before I was on Housewives to um, promote one of his properties. He's incredible. They're mm-hmm. both, he and John are just so dynamic and just so professional. And I just love them so much. Um, and, you know, he really gave me the stamp of approval. You know, he, after we filmed, he went in his interview and said, you know, she knows how to transact. 
she knows a lot of people, she gets it done. And I mean, that was like the sweetest thing. I will never forget that. And in a world of reality TV, where the nature of the, you know, of the game is to like, they're not all that, you know, for him to just be like, hear like a round of applause, like I was really, really taken aback. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think with with real estate, obviously, you can get the license. Like you said, at first, you weren't necessarily doing that much with your license. We see some people on reality shows that just are kind of like, I, I could maybe I could do real estate. But like to hear from someone who is so successful that you are kind of like the real deal and not just like some lady who like said she's going to do real estate. You're like out there doing it. But you know what? To that point of those women or men who are whoever it is that are getting their real estate mm-hmm. license, get your real estate license put it with a firm and get referrals. So every time, like, like let's say you have two friends that like want to buy a million dollar apartment for $3 million. Hey Kelly, I want to do that. I can actually, if you have your license, I can pay you. So get your license, get paid. Okay. I'm going to take the rest of the day off. Yes. Sorry guys. I'm like online today. I'm working on my side hustle this afternoon. I'm I'm working on me. Was there with million dollar listing, was there ever like any, conversation about you coming on the show more or maybe if there had been another season would that have been something you would be interested in like doing the show versus just kind of like showing up and getting the job done I mean absolutely I mean definitely it was uh, like the perfect place for me because you know it was like Ryan Serhant remember we met Ryan Serhant um, on Housewives we went on a date together we played pool Jill Zarin <laughs> organized that um, so we we have that connection Steve Gold and I are really um, good friends um, for a long time uh, you know, Freddie and I have known each other for a long time. John and I have known each other a long time. Uh, Kristen and I work together at Douglas Elliman. Mm. So, I mean, there's just like so much synergy. And, you know, it's like like shows like that, like the real estate business, like yesterday I'm doing a showing, I'm picking up people's underwear. I'm like cleaning bathrooms and like black hairs all over the place. Like it just, it's the gift that keeps on giving. You can't make this stuff up. You yeah. just can't. <laughs> you just cannot make it up. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm on a phone call and I'm sitting there, my new puppy and my new puppy's like peeing all over the place. It's just like, it just, it's, it's just like, you're like, yeah, hi, you know, you want to do what for $5 million? Yes. Excuse me one second. I just have to clean up some urine. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> my oldest daughter's like, mom, where's my workout chores? I'm like, I'll be right there. Your daughters, by the way, are like adults now. Oh, and full are grown. Beautiful. And thank you. Thank you. Are, thank do, you. Have they watched your seasons of Housewives? Yes, they have. My youngest daughter has, Teddy. Yeah, she loves it. She loves it. She's like, Mom, listen, if you go ever go back on that show, this is exactly what you're going to do. She's going to hold strategy. Oh, she's giving you like the, the play by play. Oh, yeah, she knows. She's like, Mom, you're just not good at arguing. Do you know that? I'm like, I don't argue. Well, what's the point? Like, you're either right or you're wrong. Like, is there a middle ground? That's really interesting because I was <laughs> I was going to be curious if you said they had watched it or if because I feel like some my people would be like, oh, it. my kids hate it. They wish I had never done it, you know, like that kind of thing. But that's like that's kind of fun that she gets a kick out of it. It was interesting because like Jill and I we were we were um, at a party together, like whatever last week. And we were just talking about our kids and, you know, how great Allie is and our kid, my kids. And she was just saying like how funny it was that they like grew up like my kids were obviously younger when they were on the show, but they kind of, you know, grew up through you know watching all of this good bad or ugly and um you know like ally ally likes to be on tv my i mean my youngest daughter is great she has her own teddy talks tuesdays on instagram which are 
phenomenal. She's like, hey, it's Teddy. I'm talking and we're going to talk about my life and then maybe some Tolstoy. It's like, okay, <laughs> let's just all talk about Tolstoy. Um, but she's just, you know, very insightful, charming, fun, spirited. Sees working at UEG, um, which is a really, she works in sports management. She's like, she's literally killing it. She just started her job like six months ago and she's she's blowing it out of the water. I mean, she's just so phenomenal. So, um, you know, I think they really love it now because it's a different, it's a different time. Like, remember, I was, I went on it during the Ice Age. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. There wasn't the whole Stone like age. Instagram, like, like Instagram wasn't even. Instagram wasn't alive. Yeah. Facebook just started. I'll never forget being like in LA supporting some, doing a Bravo event. And I was like, I just opened my face, a Facebook account and all these people came like flooding and I was like, who are these people? What are they doing? What's going on? Am I supposed to respond? Do I like? Did you have to? Did you have to write the Bravo blogs when you were? Yeah, we would get the pre-tape and then they would send it to us, and we had to go through and kind of go talk through the narrative um, of what was happening. But I would only watch my scenes and only talk about my scenes because <laughs> I wanted to be specific that I wasn't like commenting on other people's things. If I hadn't been there, I was like, I'm not talking about it. So we were talking before we came on the air. I saw you at our mutual friend Sarah Galley's live show a few months ago. So great. And you were talking, something that struck me, you were talking about how your kind of approach to doing reality TV was always like you weren't going in and being calculated or sort of trying to produce yourself or anything like that. It's like you were going in and just doing whatever came naturally to you and that maybe that didn't always go super smoothly, but you weren't kind of overthinking it. And with those blogs, it's like, you don't, you weren't trying to like build this narrative about whoever else. It's like, you're just like, I'm talking about what I did. Right. And I think that that's one reason why the fan base still follows me and has grown up with me. Um, And just like, they're always interested in what I'm doing and which has been great. I mean, I'm just so grateful for, all things Bravo. I mean, I could would never I would never be able to do the things that I'm doing. I'm a full-time single parent, raised my two girls all on my own, educated them. Like I'm so proud of everything that I've done, but it has not been an easy road. But, you know, the one thing that's been consistent has been the Bravo, you know, fan base. I mean, they've been very, very loving and I've just been some so grateful for them. Do you feel like the the sort of Bravo fan base is like opinion of you has shifted at all over the years because to me I feel like on social media maybe people are like more appreciative of your work as a housewife than they used to be like they remember you maybe more fondly than I think when you're on the show and it's like the heat of the moment sometimes people have really strong reactions in both directions I think too you have to remember that like we took over our show took over soap operas so we were like the we were the new soap opera we were on bravo during the night and then we were on nbc during the day so they were like wait a minute who are these people like what's going on like what's why are they and also i think one of the biggest problems with with me and my my um narrative was that there was nothing at stake so it was like i you know met luann a couple of times and she was so great but like the 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 friend group was not strong enough. So there was nothing at stake. There was no, I wasn't sleeping with your boyfriend. You weren't taking my husband. You didn't say something, you know, there was nothing that was really, really, that was like strongly in, in the ground 
for people to be like, whoa, this is like really bad. I'm freaking out. You're hurting me. You know, it was like we didn't have any of mm-hmm. that. And I think that's what really kind of was disarming for the fan base is that they were just kind of like, like, what's going on and why do we care? Like, why are all, everything's like, stop, start. Oh, she's here. She's there. Oh, she's like doing cartwheels. Oh no, she's, she's mad at someone. You know, she's, she's like not happy with something. It was like very like strange. And now my persona is someone that people are like, oh my God, I can do it all. I can raise my kids. I can feel good about myself. I can, you know, uh, do cartwheels. I can, you know, transact $110 million on my own with no one else. When people are like, she can't do that. She's not all that. I just did it all on my own. Right. Arguing people like, you think that television is bad? Come into the real estate world. People yelling and screaming at you. I'm like, I don't know why you're talking to me with a voice like that. I'm going to excuse myself and put this conversation on pause. Click. Like, I'm like, you can't talk to me like that. You're not going to talk to me like that. And I'm not going to give you anything that you want because you can't come to me and be up here. (laughs) And it's, I guess, like on Housewives, it's like when someone starts talking to you like that, that's when they get really excited and they're like, keep rolling, keep going, keep going. Because that's, you know, kind of the the juicy stuff. Whereas in in business, you're like, nah. Right. But again, if it were like, if you and I were like, I'm like, I cannot stand red and orange together. And I cannot believe you're wearing those colors on your shirt. It's so annoying. It's clashing with the faux pas back in the back, the mark, the vodka soda. <laughs> what are you doing? Like it, it, it would be different if it was like, if it came from a real place, but nothing came from a real mm. genuine place. And so I think it was really hard for the fan base to try to figure that out. Coupled with the fact that they didn't really know who I was. They didn't know what I did for a living. They didn't know, like where I came from, they were like, she's from the Midwest. It's like, I'm from Rockford, Illinois. Yes, I am. I'm not from New York. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're complaining. <laughs> like, just be grateful. Like I am. It's okay. like, I'm from the Midwest too. We need, oh, yay. we need, we Damn. need Midwesterners on Bravo. They, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're complaining. Like what's, why is everyone complaining? Like, what's there to complain about? Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin 
Mandarin Orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. What was your kind of experience of after season four when they did the whole cast shakeup and you weren't on the show anymore? How how was that time for you? Because I know people that leave Housewives have all sorts of different reactions to it. Well, I got in trouble for not talking about it for seven days. So there was that. I just, to be honest with you, you know, we had kind of talked about it and I had such a great season. Season four was so great. And I, I think that, you know, I kind of come to a decision, you know, like, okay, it's like, you have to figure out like how much you're making, how much you're getting out of it. Like what's the value add for the future. Um, and you know, I just was kind of concerned about like where things were going. Like I saw where they were and I saw where I was, but I was just like, what's the future of this? You know, is this going to really take off? Um, I felt like, to be honest with you, I felt like the brand was really like getting, you know, going sour at that moment. There was just so much back and forth, blaming, blaming, editing, blah, blah, blah. you did this to me. How could you do that to me? You know, you ruined my career. I had this big, you know, it's like just so much so much noise and I just was like worried that um my future because I had a really important future I raised two kids and give them the best education as possible and that takes a lot of money especially when you live in New York City and I just felt felt like there was a I needed to like put a pin in that and see what was going to go on and then when we talked about it you know with the publicists and we were like figuring out with my agents like what we were doing how we were going to do it and then I was finally like let's just let them do whatever they want and then when they were like, you're fired, I actually was like, felt bad. I really, really, I actually felt really bad. I was like, it's kind of like, we don't, you know, it's like, you're not good enough. And I was like, I really was shocked. Even though I knew that we had come to do a decision and we were, try, you know, we were, mm. we were, you know, trying to figure and organize it out to organize it together. I was like, it's like when a boyfriend's just like, I met someone else. It's kind of like, it felt like that. Right. It's like, I didn't, I wasn't in love with you anyway, but like, I didn't want you to break up with me. Right. It was like, wait a minute. I am breaking up with you. Like we are having a conversation and like, we're basically uncoupling and then you broke up with me. So it's like, okay. Does that make sense to you though? Yeah. Well, and what happened- Where everyone else was like, my career, my life, my right. future, my, my editing time, my all this. I was like, I was like, wow, like that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> Yeah, and also, I mean, the fact that it <laughs> that it came along with, you know, I think four of you left the show after that season, and they brought in a few new people. Like it, it was this kind of like, you know, they decided to go in a different direction, I guess. But like you said, your season four was not like it wasn't like you were on the outs, and like it was obvious that you weren't going to get asked back. I mean, that people talk about Scary Island, but that Morocco trip is. Bananas. They, I mean, season four made me an American, like an American icon. I'm not kidding. They were like, you're an American icon. I'm like, okay, thanks. I mean, the. Swear to God, people were like, the way your fashion, like they were like going, they loved the way I dressed. Like they were just going crazy over the way I dressed, like that whole season. It's just like, what's Kelly wearing? What's Kelly wearing? What's Kelly wearing? It was incredible. Like it really kind of like forecasted and like pushed everything else that I've been, I've done like through fashion, 
through all of my, you know, lines I've worked on, whether it's jewelry, whether it's my, you know, outerwear line on bill, whatever it is, it really kind of like everyone's like, okay, we know she's got great sense of style. So we're going to buy it. And my products are not inexpensive. Right. Like my, my unveil line, it's my fifth season. It starts at like $800. It's not like, you know, for the faint at heart. Right. Okay. But then maybe it's the kind of thing where if you had stayed on Housewives for another five years, maybe some of those types of partners and brands and things wouldn't be as eager to work with, you know, if you're in, because your whole identity at that point would be Kelly Pinsum on the Housewives, you know, Real Housewives, you know, been on forever. It's your, you know, like stay, the longer you stay on the show, almost like the harder it is to kind of branch out beyond that. Right. Well, because you get pigeonholed and you get typecasted. I mean, I was typecasted. I was typecasted as someone that was quote unquote crazy. Yeah. I mean, anyone that's known me for, since I was, you know, born would definitely be like, excuse me? She's like the most even tempered person on the planet. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? If you want something done, ask Kelly. Like, crazy? It's not like, it's not crazy hot, maybe. Crazy hot, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I mean, like, I, th- I feel like the elephant in the room, there is a lot of that goes back to the Scary Island trip, which obviously is like this, you know, in the Bravo, like, Pantheon is one of the things that gets talked about the most. Number two and number three, best reality moments of all time. I'm up here, you're down there, and Scary Island. You're welcome. There you go. What does it feel like being a part of that? Like, have you talked about it with the other women that and were on that way, trip? And by the way, Chicken of the Sea... Um, was number one Jessica and Simpson. it's yeah. all the same executive producer did all three scenes oh, how no funny kidding. is that wow yeah wow. Uh, <laughs> do you with the with the women that were on that cast with you in season three have you have you guys like talked about that trip in the years since or is it kind of this thing that like we don't need to go back there uh no not, no, no one's ever talked about it. No one really talked about it. I mean, the only time that we ever spoke about that trip was when I filmed it um, at the pizza restaurant and then on the reunion. And yeah. the only reason that we talked about it so much on the reunion is because when the when I saw the clip, I called my publicist and I was like, we have to talk to New York Magazine. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, we're talking to New York Magazine. We're going to give them the exclusive. And then it's going to trickle down from there. So I literally blew Scary Island out of the water with one interview. <laughs> You're welcome. Was, was Bravo Boop. Was Bravo okay with that? Uh, they didn't know. Okay. I didn't ask. Sometimes you just have to ask for forgiveness, not permission. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I mean, if you're bringing that level of like iconicness onto the show, what are they going to you know, I mean, I also knew I was like this. This is like whether well, it was a two, it was a, it was twofold. On the one hand, um, it was you know a mental health issue that was you know I listen. I spent my entire legacy of my life you know working and with, with the editor's lens, working in the magazine industry, writing, doing all modeling, doing all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, you know, things were not as important as how people were feeling and thinking. And so I knew immediately that this was going to be something that was going to be huge and it needed a very, very tight bow on it because it's a very sensitive subject. And, you know, mental health is not something that people throw around. The word, you know, calling people crazy, calling, you know, acknowledging anyone's, you know, any any kind of flaws that people have 
do not fly today. But in 2011 or 2010, you know, we didn't know we, you know, we, you know, you could, you could say bad, mean things about people and it would right. be like, people were like, huh, that's really funny today. It's like, you're going to get fired. You're canceled if you talk like that. So I really, I knew that something that was going to be big. And so that's why I called it a breakthrough. Yeah. Because I needed to put like tie a very tight bow on that, not for myself, but for other people. And I'm so honestly, if there's one, if there's like, Three things I'm proud of, my two girls, and breakthrough. Yeah. Like, I'm actually not kidding. Go, it was really yeah. like bad. I was like, this is like not okay. People are, and you know, to this day, I have on my DMs, I mean, you can ask Jack. I mean, people DM me like crazy. Just got divorced. What can, what should I do? Oh, my boyfriend just broke up with me. Someone is, is harassing me in high school. Someone's doing this. What do I do about this? I mean, they literally asked me, and I'm not a professional, by the way. Right. I mean, I can play one on TV. <laughs> You're a professional at other things, not that. Not, <laughs> not a mental health specialist. Um, but I mean, I'm always, you know, I am a mother and I do care a lot about people's wellness. And, you know, I always, you know, talk to them and text them and like if I if I can if I feel that like they're a genuine person that really needs help I mm -hmm. will like you know call me on the phone like let me help you let's talk about this I've done it a lot with a lot of different people and um you know I knew that, that I knew that that you know shit was going to get real and it did it got real fast going into that trip did you know that it was going to be kind of this like things coming to a head or were you what was your kind of expectation no yeah no, I had no idea. I mean, it was kind of like going to camp, like being in eighth grade and being like, okay, I'm going to camp for the first time in Maine and I don't know anyone there. So I hope I brought the right shorts and the right top, like everyone else. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I was just like. And I listen, I've traveled as a model all my adult life since I was 16 years old. If there's one thing I know how to do is go into a room with strangers and be able to acclimate and be friendly and get the job done and have a good time because that's like what I've done all my life. So it's not something that was like so daunting, but it was, this was a different, this is different. This yeah. was like, you know, I had no idea what they were going to do. I just was like, okay, it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll figure it out. Like I love the sun. <laughs> I like bikinis. You're taking pictures on the beach. Like that was, that was, that was those so are nice. great. Those are great photos, by the way. Do you know, like wh where are those photos? Are they, it's, on, on, a it's on a producer's camera. <laughs> she like lent me her camera and I was like, okay, great. Those, they were great. Like Sonia looked really great in that leopard bikini. Um, Alex looked so like relaxed. She was giving you Johan face. She did. <laughs> she did. She, she was, she looked so relaxed. So pretty. I mean, Ramona, I was like, you're a smoke show. That's okay. Here we go. <laughs> but then you saw the, you know, the, the gift bags in the room. So then it was downhill from there. The gift bags. <laughs> Do gift you, bags are such a weird thing. You, so you, you stand by the gift bags being weird. I just love the word weird. It just kind of like, it's, it's, it's like, weird. It's, it's just like, it's just easy. It's just like when something's like, just, you can't explain it. It's just like, it's just weird. It's like, oh my God, stop. But the gift bag, I mean, first of all, the gift bag were monogrammed. So that's like key. So that means that she put some attention to it. So I really liked that. Marketing and branding are like critical. Yeah. Critical. And that's, I think like you have that eye for that and like 
carries over into your real estate and your jewelry and all of that stuff. It's like, so it wasn't like it was just so it wasn't like it was, it was weird that she, first of all, it was weird that she was promoting her brand <laughs> on our show. <laughs> That's what was weird. It wasn't the bag itself. The bag, I was like, whatever. But I was like, you know, we could work, we can work on the bag. But the, I was like, you're giving me a gift bag on the show. Like, and I didn't promote anything. I mean, we did do one, that's not true. I'm lying. We did do one scene where I promoted um, my jewelry line. Mm-hmm. One of my jewelry lines, my seventh jewelry line or something. Um, so, but I mean, that's because it was an event and I invited everyone to come. But the, to promote stuff like that, it was a constant promotion. Like every time you turned around, it was like, oh, here's my t-shirt. Here's my sweatshirt. Here's my brand, brand, brand. It was a lot. Well, I think back, it, maybe it's changed a little bit now, but back in the day, it wasn't. Not everybody on Bravo had come up with a business idea that was going to be their thing. It like it wasn't as right. It wasn't as much. You like, wouldn't be able to do it today. Yeah, I mean, it would just wouldn't. People wouldn't. They wouldn't put up with it, and you wouldn't want that either. Do you know what I mean? You want like now, it's like you want experiential branding. Yeah. You don't want to just like slap something on it and be like, "Here I am." And you need it. Really needs to be experiential. It needs to be something that like resonates. Yeah, I uh, like I saw on the the like girls trip season that's coming out right now. It's like you know they have like I think like Jill gave them like sweatshirts or something. You know, it's like those it's were cute. so yeah. Cute. It's like you put on the sweatshirt and then it's you're just like comfy and. But you know what she did too is like I have to give her a huge round of applause because during COVID, um, I was in Florida, she was in Florida, and she came up with the masks and was sending them to everyone. And I just was really I thought that was I mean listen I understand that she's it's a it's money generating, but I also thought it was very clever. And I also appreciate that she did something to help other people. And I really appreciate that. And there were a lot of housewives that did mm. some really, really great things. And, you know, that was a really, really scary time. And we, there was a lot of uncertainty. And so I really appreciate everyone who, you know, helped others. I really, really appreciate that. And they, they donated a lot of masks too. I know they, they did. They did a whole, they did. But those were those were nice masks. They were too. really nice masks. And ba- back in the early days, and her of, sweatsuits were yeah. are the cutest things ever. The like early the tie-dye, COVID days love. when it was like my I think my mom had like sewn me a mask out of like an old like comforter or something because you couldn't buy, you couldn't buy them anywhere anywhere anywhere. I know I was afraid to leave the house. I was like you know C and I had to go to like you know the the grocery store together and I was just like oh my gosh yeah like I was afraid. Weird times. Really scary times. But I really, you know, I appreciate that people like, you know, saw the forest, the trees and really did something great for other people that really like, Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. Supporting your community. I like that. Yeah. You're the the cutest uh, Dylan. Wait, um, you guys, I wish you could see Dylan smile because he has this like, his most beautiful teeth on the planet. So, um, (laughs) you have beautiful teeth. You have nice teeth too. Thanks. (laughs) Spring has sprung and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost 
cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. But speaking of Ultimate Girls Trip, which is now a thing that happens, oh my we gosh. do these shows on Peacock. You know, your some of your fellow past castmates have been on them. Is that something that sounds like a fun idea to you or like a nightmare? So Jill said it was a week. And I was like, that would be fun to go away for a week. Also, too, the Ultimate Girls Trip is like different people. So it's not just like, you know, the same people rehashing, new, you know, the same story. So that would be super fun. Like, I would love that. And again, anywhere that has a bikini and sunshine... I'm available. So not Dorinda's house in Massachusetts, hopefully somewhere a little more tropical. <laughs> I mean, I like, I mean, I really like Dorinda. So, I mean, I don't know, maybe, I mean, I haven't been to her house, but I'm sure I could figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pool. I don't know. Okay, fine. I'm good. <laughs> Wasn't it filmed in like the fall or something like that? But yeah. The, she fine. said she heated the pool though. So okay, fine. I can whatever. get a spray tan. It's fine. Are there housewives like from other cities that you haven't been on the show with that you get along with, would like to do that with? There's just a lot of different housewives that I love. I mean, I love watching them. I mean, I love the Beverly Hills housewives. I mean, they're just loaded and they're hot and they've great work done and they're just hot. I love them. I just love, I just love like, I love like when women just feel really good about themselves. I just think it's so cool. Like have had work done, haven't had work done, just feel good about themselves. Like that's like, that's what really like I gravitate towards that. Women that are complaining, not my girl. Yeah. I don't like complainers. I'm like, oh, please stop. Yeah, you got to have the confidence. I love it. Yeah. I don't even care what you do. Like, just as long as you feel good. Like, it's just sexy. Yeah. Right? Like, who <laughs> wants to hang around? Like, you want to hang around hot girls. Right. Like, nobody likes, like, this, the sad housewife in the group who's, like, bringing the mood <laughs> down all season. It's like, no, we want no, fun. No, the grumpalump. No, we do not want that. No. No. And also, let's be honest. Like, you know, every single housewife has gone through something, mm. you know, lost money, lost their, you know, a loved one, had a situation, you know, there's, they, we've all had some kind of narrative. And I think that one thing that, you know, I really always wanted to hear more about were those real narratives, you know, not necessarily because it's like, you know, people, that's how you grow. It's like you argue, you hear someone's narrative, like what they, what happened to them. You like have empathy for them and then you grow. But like, it's so hard to grow when you don't know what people are really going through. If their stories are real, mm. do you know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone's got these, like, it's like always like this, like, like you were talking about before, like a, you know, a branded narrative. And I'm just like, oh my God, 
please. Like, I'm sure, like, I can read through that really quickly. Right. Like, her marriage is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> like, she doesn't have the money. She says she does. Right. Like, How about, like, when I'm in France, when I would be in Morocco and the, the fortune teller mm. person is talking about Ramona and I'm like, I'm not translating that. And Luann is like, let me do the French. I'm like, uh, you're welcome. I am not going to translate that. <laughs> Oh my God. And that was really terrible. It was really hard too. I was like, whoa, like that was really, that was hard to swallow. Yeah. I think it's like, no matter how you feel about Ramona, that situation was just well, it's brutal. Just, it's just any, any time a couple like, you know, yeah. has issues, like you, you just feel badly for them. I mean, you want them to be happy, but, it, but it's like, nobody wants anyone to go through a hard time unless you're like demonic. Exactly. Like, no one wants that ever, you know? Right. So I felt really badly for her that trip. Yeah. Well, she was really like, it was a lot for her that trip. Luann and I had the best time ever. You have B, she's on the camel. <laughs> she's on the camel falling off the camel. I was like, oh my God. I'll never forget. I was like, oh my God. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I know how to ride horses. Why am I nervous? Like, right. Like, I was so worried for her. I was like, oh. Like Jill and Ramona are screaming at each other. Alex is flustered the whole time. And you and Luann are just living your best life. And then at night we were like drinking and like in our, in our lingerie, like hanging out, just like drinking tons of wine, having the best time ever. Cause we had rooms that were right next to each mm-hmm. other. I was just like loving life. I was like, Oh my God, this is so good. This is so good. Before we finish, I have to ask about your New York former co-stars. Now this legacy show is in the air on yes. the table. What are you? What are your thoughts about that? You know, I think it's great. I mean, I get you know. Again, like it's just a different time. We're twenty twenty two, and you know, I haven't been on television on that show since two thousand eleven. And I think it would just be totally interesting to see where everybody is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, to see Ramona at Bergdorf's at my event like the other day for splits. That was just it was you know she looked great. She feels good. It's just nice to see that. And, you know, like I am such a girl's girl and I am such a mama bear. So I am like my nature is always to like nurture and take care of people and make sure that they are safe and happy. And, um, you know, so it's just so interesting to see people see me in a way that's not that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So who knows? Like I always like everyone's like, would you ever do it? I'm like, you know, you just never know. Like, why? Why not? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. When I had, it wouldn't affect my yeah. business at all because my business is my business. Like, right. it doesn't matter what anyone says about me. Like on a television show, my business will always survive because it's a transaction business, and you know I know how to transact. So, like, you can say whatever you want about me, but like the numbers speak. KKB gets it done. Kiki gets it done. Oh my god! Is that my new tagline? <laughs> well, I thought it was gonna be something like hot. Like Kiki gets it done does not sound hot. It sounds like very like. Don't call me crazy. Call me call me crazy hot. <laughs> oh my god! Listen to you. Wow, it's like um, a branding sesh. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you're you're coming out of here with like a notepad full of I know. ideas. Hold on one second. Someone write it down quickly. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Kelly, this has been you so guys fun. are so cute, and I love you and I thank you so much for being so supportive of me uh-huh. for all these years I like literally every time that you guys DM me or comment you know I always like respond and I just want you to know that I really appreciate you guys so 
so much. Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate you you coming into the studio. Of Always course. so fun to see people in person. I days. had to come in. I was just like, I've got to see what's going on here at Benches. Like, I yes. got to see this. Well, Wait, tell me quickly before we quit. Okay. Like, how did this start? Like, what's the what's what's your narrative? Um. So the the Betches narrative started in 2011. Three, right. Three women co-founded. Wow. Their senior year of college. You know, you're really, joking. Like, out of their apartment and then love it's it. just like grew and grew and grew i love that i've been here for a few years you know we're wait that is so cool yeah. nobody knows that that is so cool <laughs> and what college did they go to cornell Cor- of course they did <laughs> of course they went to cornell you're like not columbia <laughs> but- <laughs> yeah well it's like they're like a think tank over there they're like well, let's figure this out let's figure this out uh, well, oh well oh my god all good news come back anytime sarah brought us together by yes. the way yes yes she did for sure so we have to tell her would you give our sarah a big hug and- well i was like go listen to andy's girls and go uh rate review and subscribe to our podcast of course uh follow us on instagram kelly anything you want to plug anything you have coming um out? yes you guys can follow me on instagram you can follow me on tiktok we're having so much fun with tiktok do not take me seriously because i don't take myself seriously so don't think i'm taking it seriously <laughs> everyone else is like so serious about tiktok i'm like um that's not gonna happen <laughs> ever <laughs> um maybe i should go on dancing with the stars because i just cannot dance oh it's just like just cannot dance there should be like a hashtag kelly kkb on <laughs> K- kkb <stars>. dance <laughs> no <laughs> oh my gosh well thank you so much everyone for listening and until next time be cool don't be all like uncool true story <laughs> Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.